Hey, Purpose Peeps, welcome back to the Black Girls with Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder, chief connector, mom, a wife, all of the titles that we throw around. I mean, they're accurate, but sometimes do y'all feel like that where you're like, okay, we don't have to go through the resume. Hopefully you've been listening for a while. You feel like you know me personally, so we don't have to do the reintroduction thing. But if for some reason you are new here, I want to say welcome. I am Brianna Lightfoot-Smith. I am the founder and uh, the host of this Black Girls of Purpose podcast. I started way back in 2018, and it has been a ride. If you guys are here post-2021, then you are new to, you know, a lot of things that involve me. Before I had this podcast and had grown it to a really substantial listenership and your girl got burned out. And so I closed down the podcast, shut down the podcast. But last year in 2022, I really felt like God was putting it on my heart to start the podcast up again. And in my mind, I was like, okay, God, if we bring it back, you gonna have to do it. And little by little, he would just soften my heart and you know, put different things on my mind, like, wouldn't this be good for the podcast? Ooh, show would be nice if you put this on the podcast. And so we're back. We've been back since May of last year, but we have hundreds of episodes for you to go and binge listen to. We talk about mental health. We've talked about um, how to really get unstuck. That was one of the episodes we did with one of our guests, Jessica Chinyelu. Uh We talk about getting more things done. That's a very popular episode we have with Alicia McGee. So we've been interviewing really bomb women and black women who are um, living purposefully. And I also do Bible studies. So if there are particular things that I feel like God is highlighting for a specific season, I will share those things because I feel like if they're helping me, then they can help you guys who are listening. So that's a little bit of background. Um, I am a wife. I have a awesome family, uh, three sons. Jaden, Jonathan, and Joshua, who are five, three, and one as of this recording, and will be two, four, and six before the year's up, which is awesome and also crazy. Um, I had Jaden about a year into my marriage, and so just thinking that I've been a mom that long is like nuts to me. Like, wait, you saying I've been a mama for six years? I don't get it. What? How did this happen? Um, but it's really cool to just see my children's personalities and the different things that they're into. Um, My son, Jaden, recently gave his life to Christ. So that's been an amazing journey as well, just kind of helping him navigate what that looks like in those early days of, you know, your conversion into faith and um, battling with the devil. Child, He has literally been telling me like, just don't be wanting to do what the devil wants me to do. And I have to tell myself, like, don't listen to the devil, Jaden. And I'm like, I have to tell myself that too. And I'm 31. So that's been an amazing journey. Um, I'm a homeschool mom, which some of you OGs may not even know that. I homeschool my boys, made the decision to do that after Jaden's first year in school, always kind of felt led to do that. But then post pandemic was like, okay, why would I willingly not have the break when I had to have everyone here? Now I can, I have the option of sending them somewhere else. Why would I not do that? Right. But after Jaden's first year in school and John going to a part-time school, I was like, you know what? I really do want to have that homeschool experience. So that's been a blessing to me. It's been awesome getting to see my sons learn how to read and see the way their brains process math and, you know, doing some recent science experiments. Cause my mom, that was one of the Christmas gifts she gave them was like this, 
huge science kit of maybe 80 experiments. So that's just a little bit about me. I know when we get on here, I talk a lot about, you know, other people that I'm featuring on the podcast. And I don't do a ton of solo episodes just speaking specifically about me, but I thought I would would share that, especially, you know, that now that I've brought back this goal setting series, because that was also something that I did pre-pandemic, I would share my goals for the month. And then at the end of the month, I would check in and let you guys know how I did. Um, I'm actually shifting the format even of that, because what I realized last year is that quarterly goal setting is actually far more effective for me personally. And I'd love to know if you guys feel the same way. You guys can send me a voice memo here on the Anchor app, or you can send me a DM at BeLightFootSmith on Instagram. But I have noticed when I set a quarterly goal and then break that quarterly goal down into like monthly action steps that I can take to get that goal accomplished, I am way more effective. I think it also gives a little bit more grace because we know that life happens. Months are short, right? Like... (laughs) February is the shortest month of the year. So it's like you wanted to do that. And then if y'all are in Texas like me, you say, okay, well, we just had, we lost a week because the the city froze over and everybody act like they didn't know how to do anything. So, you know, if you had specific goals of fitness or you were going to go to the gym, well, baby, that just got shut down. But if you make it your goal for the quarter to work out X amount of times, you know, a month, then you're still able to hit that specific thing. So that's how I've been kind of doing things in my own personal goal setting time. This year, one of my, me and my best friends, we have teamed up as accountability partners. So we meet every single week and talk about what our goals are um, for that specific week based on the goals that we set together at the beginning of the quarter. So one of the goals that I shared with you all um, at the end of last year was that I wanted to pay off my credit cards. And I said I was going to do that by the end of the month. Maybe the month came and gone and it did not. I did not pay them off, but I shared with you all as well. I think one of the reasons why that happened is that I was trying to pay a bunch of debts at once as opposed to using the debt snowball method where they say, hey, pay the standard amount on every debt except for one and pay above what the average Um, you know, what the standard amount is. So if you are only required to pay 25, pay 50 on that specific debt until it's paid off and then roll that into whatever you're paying for your next debt on the list. And when I tell y'all, I utilized that this month and was able to pay off one of my credit cards and I only have one left. And if I only do the minimum um, payments of what I have combined with the payments from the previous credit card, the one that I have left should be paid off by March 24th, which is really exciting because that's still within the first quarter of the year. So again, I was like, you know what, this whole quarterly goal thing, I think is really effective. It helps with momentum because that's another thing you all, a lot of times when we set goals and we don't reach them in the time that we want it to, we'll just quit altogether. We like, okay, well, clearly this ain't for me. I'm out here failing. I'm done. And I feel like God be like, calm down, sis. (laughs) Let's keep going. You had a bad day. We can reset. So I was super ecstatic when I paid that last amount on that credit card debt because you know how you have just silly debt? Like it was unnecessary. Like you went to the store and you had they had some bubble gum and you put that on your credit card instead of putting it on your debit card because you was like I get the points it just it was some of that we now and there was some larger things as well for sure but 
I just know my credit card put, could have been paid off earlier if I had stopped putting things on the credit card. And I think that's a part, that's just a side word for anybody who needs this. If you're trying to pay off the debt, baby, stop putting stuff on the credit card so that you can pay it down because you're paying it down, but then you're putting stuff back on it. So then it just cancels it whole, the whole thing out. So super pumped about that as far as finances go, because for me, the main reason that I'm getting our debt paid off, um, getting this credit card debt paid off is because I'm trying to bring down our debt to income ratio so that we can buy a house this year. That is my goal to buy a home. I have never really wanted to buy a home, which is kind of crazy. And, you know, I've just been like, hey, we're going to rent and that's going to be what it is. But over this past year, God's really been putting it on my heart and just showing me the benefits of ownership. And also, you know, as our boys are getting bigger, because man, I have a six foot five husband and our boys are trying to catch up with him already, it seems. And I'm just like, I want you guys to have all of the space that you need. So it's really exciting that we're kind of moving into that journey. I think I also dealt with some of the fear of me not really knowing how that was going to happen practically. And some of you listening to this may feel the same way, like, yeah, I know they talking about over here buying houses and generational wealth, but who's going to pay the down payment, right? Like, who's going to handle these interest rates? And one thing I'm very blessed with, my husband and I are blessed with really good credit. My dad taught me a lot about credit really early on as a teenager. And so the lessons that he's taught me, I've been able to apply over the years and keep my credit score pretty high, Um but it's like, okay, there's still other factors, right, that go into buying a home. And the debt-to-income ratio is one of those things. Back in back a couple years ago, when we just kind of played with the idea, like, well, let's just see if we, you know, had them run our credit and stuff, what we would get approved for. Um, that was one of the things that came back as not even a red flag, but just something we could practically work on. And so that's what we have been doing. And I'm just so pumped about that. I know that many of y'all are probably like me. And you are waiting on this news from Joe Biden's administration about these student loans, child, because the anger that I felt in my spirit (laughs) when I saw all of these court cases coming up, people trying to block this, I was just like, how are you so mad? How can you be so mad about people trying to get out of debt? How can you be so mad at the playing field really being leveled because they said Joe Biden said that in his address about student loans he said student loans are 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 one of the barriers keeping minorities specifically and millennials from purchasing homes because their debt to income ratio is just too high and so i was so excited for everything to go through. And then when we started getting all these this pushback, I was just like, you can't, I just don't understand how you could be that upset. I just don't get it. So I'm praying like many of y'all, let's pray all together for all of the hearings that are supposed to happen at the end of February to go through with good news. And we get our $10,000 and some of y'all t- 20,000 if you have those Pell Grants forgiven. So we can move on with our lives and start, you know, securing some some homes and some land for our children like I'm just so on fire about that and debt freedom again for my OGs y'all know that's been a thing that God has put on my heart for a really long time but I will admit that because I thought it was going to happen in this big miraculous unexpected way I really didn't work super hard to get out of debt I was kind of like oh God gonna send me a check in the mail 
that's gonna be it <laughs> we gonna submit it and, and we're gonna be done right and I really feel like even over just this past couple months and me seeing how doing something as quote unquote small as putting $50 towards a credit card can lead to that credit card being paid off. I was like, you know what? Faith without works is dead. And I can say I want to be out of debt. And I can even say that I believe that God is going to get us out of debt, but I can put some feet to my faith. Like I can, and I'm not, I know I'm not helping the process along. Like God don't need my help, but if anything, I'm going to pay it. And if God brings some money that was unexpected, well, wouldn't it be a blessing if I didn't have to put that towards debt, right? Like if God just miraculously blesses me with some money, me and my husband, wouldn't it be awesome if we could say, well, baby, our debt is paid off. So that can be the house down payment that we've been waiting for. Would that not be incredible? It would be. So I'm done playing and kind of being like, okay, God, I'm going to just put some, you know, I'm going to put five on it because I know you got the rest. No, I'm going to put as much as I can um, without putting, you know, my family in a bad spot, without putting myself in a place where I'm stressed because I'm like, okay, God, I know you just gave that to me, but then we just paid it all back out. And so now we back at zero. So could you like give me some more, you know, because I've done that too. I've obsessed so much over trying to force the promise of God, right? Like Sarah, where I'm like, okay, the Lord said we're going to be there free. So let's put this all here. And then We don't have money for like regular everyday bills. And I'm just so grateful that God has delivered me from that. So clearly y'all can tell I'm really passionate about finances and debt freedom and just discipline because man, paying off debt takes a lot of discipline, but I am making great strides in that direction. And I'm just so grateful for, you know, just different opportunities that are coming up that I'm like, okay, when I get that check from this opportunity that's going towards debt or when I get this check that's going to go towards savings I'm just pumped because it can be really 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 hard to stay focused in that area when you get money you like oh we let's do this let's go buy this and it's like you really should put it towards savings put it towards debt or put it in your um investments just my little, you know, very limited ex- expertise, um, kind of life lessons more than a professional advising, right? So anyway, that is my goal for this quarter. Um, and as far as what I'm doing in the month of February, I'm doing um, bi-weekly payments on my credit card to go and get this amount down. And like I said, it should be paid off March 24th. And that is the absolute latest that is going to be paid off. So I'm really excited about that. So professionally, I shared with you all that I am really focused on this migration of uh, moving from one-on-one coaching to primarily group coaching inside of my membership community that I'm launching or relaunching rather because I did launch last year. I am proud of myself. Your girl whipped something up and was like, okay, this is what the Lord has said. But it really ties into what I was talking about before, the faith without works is dead. Like, And I shared this on my December goals um, check-in or my January check-in, I said, even though I was so zealous, right, excited, um, one, scripture says, you'll, 
without knowledge is not good and the one who acts hastily sins. So it's like, ooh, my bad guy wasn't trying to sin. But two, that zealousness did not really result in like education. I was just really excited and I did not do the groundwork necessary. And I think that, again, that's something that sometimes we as Christians can be guilty of doing. We'll just slap God's name on a thing and he's like, yeah, I told you to do it, but that didn't mean that you needed to do it haphazardly. Like you can put some effort in, you can educate yourself. And so I've been focused on relaunching this membership and y'all, it has been some work. It has been some work. I'm so grateful though, that God has helped me to not be the workaholic that I used to be because I just keep getting these flashbacks of me back in 2018. I was about to launch a boot camp. It was going to be my first four-figure offer and I was working late nights, early mornings, trying to get this landing page together, the sales page. I was getting, you know, all the links to work and the the emails that were going to go out and be automated. And like, oh, right before launch, God was like, and you're done. And I was like, bro, I really wish you had said something before I put all this work in. But he was just showing me I had made an idol of that thing. And so this time around is completely different. One, I have a larger family. At the time, I had Jaden and he was, you know, pretty fresh. He was only a year at that point and it was just easy to manage just one child. And so now with more children um, vying for my attention, it's just like, okay, I only have X amount of time to spend on this and other things are going to have to be delegated or they're going to have to be done earlier in the mornings or later in the evenings. Um, some things are going to have to be done on weekends so that I can give them more of my focus during the week. And I'm just really grateful that God has given me children because they really feel like like my safety bumpers, like in bowling. And I hope no nobody listening to this is like, I can't believe she just compared our children to safety bumpers. But God is so gracious that he knows the guardrails to put up in our lives. And I tell people all the time, if it wasn't for my children, I would probably still be a workaholic because I just enjoy work. <laughs> like I enjoy it. I, I get a lot of satisfaction out of getting things done. I love a good to-do list. I love putting things on my, you know, I use Trello board to manage my day-to-day tasks, love moving things to my done column. Like it's so satisfying to me, but I have had to learn that like sometimes baby, the most productive quote unquote that you're going to be is getting dinner on the table for everybody. Or sometimes productivity looks like rest, or sometimes it looks like cultivating those relationships like even thinking about Jaden and him accepting Christ it's like okay well discipleship has to have a place in your schedule every single day you have to be able to have conversations with him that maybe weren't pre-planned and you need to be able to be open to those quote-unquote interruptions and I was even talking to God about that earlier today I was like you know what Lord if you are willing to be interrupted who are we like if Jesus in all of his glory and majesty and his time here on earth had people being like hey Jesus I know you on your way to Samaria but while you here could you heal me and he was like sure wasn't you know wasn't gonna do that but hey your faith has made you well like if we if God who literally was in the earth and and over the earth at the same time could make time for people then how can we act like we're just so busy so I'm so grateful for them um but yes this membership is is I'm also grateful because it's really causing me to be intentional 
Um, make sure I'm focusing on the right things, right? The things that I know are going to actually move forward in the business, move the business forward rather, as opposed to just like the cosmetics. Because it's so easy to get caught up on, in the social media graphics and, you know, how the waitlist page looks and all of that. But I am also focusing very intentionally on the the insides of it, right? Like, and I went, when I mean insides, I mean literally the core of why I'm even starting this membership to help people feel like they can make more progress on their goals, to feel like they're not making the same vision board every year because nothing on their vision board ever seems to get accomplished, to make them feel like they have a space where they can come and be transparent when they are feeling burned out, but then also have a solution to keep them from getting burned out again because I've been there. That's how I ended up passing out of my car at seven months pregnant. So I'm just really excited to be able to serve women in this way because it's never something that I've taught formally. Like I've done one-off workshops on goal setting or time management, but I've never said, hey, every month you're going to get a class on productivity and goal setting and time management. We're going to do these energy audits every quarter to make sure that the right things are getting on our list and the wrong things are being delegated or dismissed. I've just never focused that much energy on it. And I just feel like it's going to produce such amazing fruit and really help women, mothers, women of God, women of faith, to be more effective in the world and to stop using up so much of our time to really just do busy work. Like y'all know the kind of things that feel so draining. And then when you finish, you're like, but what did I really actually do? (laughs) Don't actually feel like I did anything. So I am looking forward to helping more women go to bed at the end of the day. Like, girl, you did that. Yes, it's complete. And I feel like when you end your day that way, you rest better. And you wake up more refreshed. You don't wake up feeling like you're already behind and the day hasn't even started yet. So I'm pumped about that. It is still my goal to get 20 members in for our initial launch. And we'll be doing a soft launch in March. Um, And then the larger open to everybody. If you wanted, you can get it. Let me know. I, I, I like doing that in April. Um, and I'm just so excited. I'm so pumped. I think it's going to be amazing. It's been stretching my faith because there are areas that are new to me, but I've been feeling that God is like, okay, this is an area where it won't happen by power or by my, but by my Holy spirit. And I mean, even with the number of people on the, in the launch, Statistically, um, you can expect to, and this is just some little business factoids for y'all. Um, when you're launching something, you can expect to convert or get people to the amount of people you can expect to sign up for that thing is typically 1% of your audience, right? So if you have 100 people on your email list, you can get, you can anticipate one person signing up. Just one. <laughs> like, If you have 100 people on your email list, you can expect that one person out of that 100 is going to sign up. Take that in. Okay, take that in. And so if my goal is 20, then technically my email list needs to be around 2000. And baby, it is not. It is not. So I'm like, okay, Lord. If you want to miraculously bless me with 2000 subscribers, that's awesome. And I receive it, but I don't really see that happening. So I'm just 
assuming you're gonna give me a higher conversion because favor isn't fair right <laughs> like I'm just assuming that and so I think that there are things where you know before I was kind of throwing stuff together and now I'm like no God I know I'm putting in the effort and so I'm trusting that as I sow these seeds you're gonna bring a harvest that is exceedingly abundantly above all I could ask or think and as I shared before I am grateful that I didn't get those 20 people that I said I wanted to get back in December because I've shifted so much and so if people sign up for one thing and then you shift, then they like, well, baby, that wasn't what I signed up for. And it can cause confusion. It can cause problems with retention, people coming back again. And so I'm grateful for God's grace and him being like, I'm going to give you this one, be faithful over the one, and then we'll see about some multiplication. So it is still my goal to get those things rolling. Um, speaking of productivity, and, you know, really listening to people and the specific needs they have. I know that I shared with you all before that I planned on doing a podcast series on the promised land. And honestly, as I've been looking at the stats from what you guys have been engaging with, what you guys have been connecting to, a lot of the episodes you're listening to have to do with goal setting and being productive. And then I had a kind of a dumb moment of girl, it's called the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. People are like, okay, how do I live on purpose? How do I get more productive so that I can do the things that I feel like God is calling me to do. So I'll be working on content for that for season seven. And I am looking forward to really seeing what it is that you guys, you know, engage with the most things that you guys share with your friends. And if you're already sharing, I really appreciate that because I, it's just, that's how this podcast does not get out unless we tell other people about it. Me, you, your friend, like that's how it gets out. And so I just really appreciate every share, every comment, all the reviews. It's just a blessing really more than you know. So those are my professional. And then as far as personal goals, y'all, I got to keep, I got to keep working at the rest. I'm very grateful. This past month resting is something I was pretty good at. Um, I've been pretty consistent with my workouts, so that's good. I've been eating probably the best I've ever eaten in Mm-hmm. Joshua, my youngest, is two. So probably since before he was born, because when I was pregnant with him, all I wanted was spicy chicken sandwiches from anywhere they were available. I wanted them from Wendy's. I wanted them from Chick-fil-A. I wanted them from McDonald's, even though they was kind of nasty. Like, I didn't care. I was like, oh, is it spicy? Is it chicken? Well, then bring it on. And I'm grateful that I'm getting back on a healthier diet because, you know, your girl's past 30 now. Like, I'm 31. I'll be 32 in May. And as many of us know, your body be like, okay, girl, that was cute when we were in our 20s or when we were teenagers, but you can't do that anymore. Or you can, but there will be consequences. And I just don't want those problems with my body. So I am still um, eating pretty effectively, like I said, working out pretty effectively, but I know rest is something that I really struggle with. And it's part, part of it is that battle of being like, okay, girl, you're done. You did what you needed to do for today. Close the laptop. Let's be finished. And part of it is, I lo- you know, part of it's just family dynamics. Children who don't want to go to bed when they're supposed to go to bed. Um, having a spouse and spending time with him after our children are asleep and wanting to just be in a quiet home like without someone asking me for something honey what but I realized that one of the ways that I can kind of 
trick the system is really putting my boys to bed earlier. And I have some friends that <laughs> I feel like they savage with it. They put their kids to bed at like seven. I'm like, the sun is still out. What are we talking about? And my boys already get up really early. They get up at six, six, six to six thirty, between six and six thirty. And this is even with me homeschooling. So in my mind, I'm like, if I put them to bed earlier, they're going to get up even earlier. Like they go to bed between eight thirty and nine now. So I'm like, okay, let's say I put them to bed at between or I put them to bed at eight then they're getting up at five between five and five thirty and I'm like do I want that no I do not but my boys are also very respectful of my boundaries and they know I can tell them up it's dark outside I don't clock in until the light the sun has come up and they will come to me and be like mommy it's morning the sun is up and I'm like okay I'm available now but if the sun is out or if the sun is not out I'm not available. And even as the summer comes and the days get longer, it's just going to be a flat. Is it eight o'clock? Oh, no, it's not. Okay, well, then I'm not I haven't clocked in for the day. So that is one thing I'm challenging myself to do better with um, is sleep. And then um, piano playing, y'all. I've picked up piano playing. I've been horrible with practice. I told myself it was because I don't have a keyboard here at the house. And I feel like God was like, look on Facebook Marketplace. So that is my goal for uh, the quarters to by the end of the quarter. I really feel like God's like, girl, you got a couple weeks and then I'm a you going to be in trouble with me. But um, definitely getting a keyboard to practice more consistently because there's a, a prayer room. I've talked about it before. And they just need um, that I serve with. They need more worship leaders. And so if I learn how to play piano, I'll be able to worship lead. And I just feel like that's another area God wants me to serve in this particular season of my life. And not me not being able to play an instrument is the only reason why I haven't been able to worship lead. So I need to stop dragging my feet on that. Because, you know, I feel like there's a grace period with God. And then he'd be like, okay, girl, I'm about to use somebody else. So I'm in that grace period right now. But I feel like if I wait too much longer, he's going to be like, all right, girl. Tried to let you be in on it, but you're playing with me. So I'm going to go use this person over here who's ready to be obedient. And I don't want those problems with God. You know, I just don't want that. So that is my focus. So let me know what you guys' February focus is, what you're focusing on for the quarter what progress you made on the goals that you had for maybe last month. Um, You guys know that my word for this year is consistency. And so I think that even plays into, again, the way that I'm goal setting, because it's very easy to set goals, make some traction on them for a little bit, then just completely fall off. But what God is showing, he's like, I don't care how it went yesterday, get up and try again. That's what it means to be consistent. And so I'm looking forward to continuing to be consistent. I'm looking forward to checking with you, checking in with you guys as far as goal setting at the end of the month to let you know how I did. And, you know, bless the Lord, oh my soul. I hope to report that I have another credit card paid off. I like ex- making a deadline later so that when I exceed it, it's like, pow, pow, because even the credit card I just paid off. I didn't plan on that being paid off until um, I think this week and I was able to pay it off a week early. So that was really exciting. So again, let me know what things you guys are working on. Um, You can send me a DM on Instagram at BeLightFitSmith. That's B-L-I-G-H-T-F-O-O-T-S-M-I-T-H. You can join my email list by going to brandsbybree.com forward slash join. um, And we can have a conversation in emails because I send out emails every week a lot of them center around books I'm reading things I recommend um, so we can chat there 
if you guys want to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn. Like, let's just have a conversation because that's the one thing with podcasting. We don't get to see who our listeners are. And so anytime you guys follow me, I love it. You know, I will reach out to you in the DMs. And if I find out you guys came from the podcast, I don't take that for granted because you really took an extra step. Like you had to go to the show notes, click on the link, then go and follow me. Or you just had to look me up, pause it and be like, how did she say be Lightfoot? Okay, look me up on Instagram, follow me. So I don't take that for granted by any means. Um, if you are in a place where you like, you know what, I do want to be more consistent in 2023 and you're needing help to set the right goals, even to even decide like what goals even matter to me, um, creating 90 day sprints so you can have some progress on those goals consistently, definitely join the master your momentum launch list. So I'm calling it a launch list and not a wait list because I feel like, People who join, like we're launching into something big. Um, you can do that by visiting the show notes. It's bit.ly slash my momentum launch. And you can join the email list there or join the launch list there. And I'm, I've been sending everyone who's on that launch list just some behind the scenes of how the membership is coming along, things that I'm working on, you know, what the platform looks like. Y'all, I've been working on the community platform, which comes with an app and <laughs> It is chef's kiss, okay? It's I'm just like, God, everything in your timing. Because I've been wanting an app for forever. And now your girl's having an app. There isn't going to be an app for that, okay? So I'm super pumped. I hope you guys will join the launch list. Come join my email list. Follow me on Instagram. Chat with me in the DMs. And I look forward to continuing our conversation. If there is a podcast series that you want me to pull out of the vault for you, let me know that as well. Um, This is a two-way street. And for me, it's about serving you all. And I don't want to serve you something you feel like you don't need. You know, sometimes it's like peas with kids where it's like, baby, these are your vegetables. You need them. But if there's something you know you need in this season, tell me, sis. I want to help if I can. So I love you guys so much. Thanks again for listening. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Hey there, Purpose Peep. As you hopefully already know, I love to help busy moms build businesses they love while raising their babies. It's what I've dedicated myself to within my company, Brands by Brie. And over the past nine months or so, something I've seen is that while my method of one-on-one coaching has been able to produce some really awesome results with these phenomenal women, it seems like there's more that I can do after they finish working with me. During a survey I sent out, one of my clients said, I feel so pumped to get things done after our calls, but then I battle with self-doubt and motivation in between our sessions. No sooner had those words left her lips did I begin thinking through better ways to support these phenomenal women and help them stay motivated. I knew whatever solution I came up with had to provide ongoing support and be grounded in community so that these women could not only glean from me, but also be able to feed off of each other's energy. That's when I came up with the idea for a membership. It would give women just like you who might be listening to this an opportunity to come in, grow, make progress on their goals and build connections. My first thought was to call it the Legacy Builder Society. And you may have heard previous information about this here on the podcast or if you're on my newsletter already, you may have seen something about this. But after doing initial research and not only realizing that several other people were using this name, but that the name was really broad, I decided to make a shift.
And today, I'm excited to introduce you to the Master Your Momentum membership. The Master Your Momentum membership provides busy moms with the support and accountability that they need to master their time, master their organization for like work and business, and master their productivity. Our core offerings include monthly goal setting, bi-weekly co-working sessions, and a signature course to help you get clear on the kind of life you want to create for yourself and your family. Because of course, I'm a mom, so I still have to tie in that piece on legacy. Bonuses include weekly productivity challenges. I'm so excited to get this out into the world, and I'm working hard behind the scenes to get everything ready for my soft launch on March 10th. While it's not time to open the doors just yet, I wanted to let you know as a podcast listener so that you could have early access. And I'm giving you an invitation to join the launch list for this new membership. If you'd like to join the launch list for some sneak peeks and the first time and opportunity to join, as well as the best price, then all you need to do is go to bit forward slash Lee, my momentum launch, or you can visit the show notes and click the link. Again, everyone who is on the launch list will get early access. They'll be a part of that soft launch if they're interested, and they will get the best absolute price for the membership. If you're interested in joining the launch list, all you have to do is either click the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly forward slash my momentum launch. That's bit.ly forward slash my momentum launch. I am so excited about what this community is going to do for purpose chasers just like you. And I am highly expecting is going to just blow the roof off this thing. So I hope to see you inside the Master Your Momentum membership community.